0: I'm Joe.
1: I'm Helen. I'm Ethan. And, and this, this is World of, world of Wonder. Wonder. Hi everybody. This is Helen and we'd like to welcome all of you to the World of Wonder podcast.
0: We're very glad to welcome our newest guest, Sebi Nicholas Page from one of the newest countries in the world, the South Sudan. Welcome, Nicholas.
2: Thank you, Joe. Hello, Joe. Hello, Helen.
1: Tell us a little bit about yourself.
2: I come from the Republic of South Sudan, and that's one of the newest countries in the world. I'm 32 years old, and I'm privileged to celebrate my 32 birthday uh, here in, in, in the U.S. Uh, I'm married with two children, uh, uh, Andrew and, and, and Jennifer.
0: So what kind of work are you doing in the South
2: Sudan? Um, in South Sudan, I, I work with the young people. Uh, with a non-profit organization that helps to support young people to get access to education. Uh, given the long period of, uh, of of conflict that South Sudan has undergone, most of our young people have missed out um, uh, basic education because they couldn't have access, or some have been participating even in the war. So uh, that's what I, I am doing currently.
0: Were you always a teacher?
2: Um. I, I I got my motivation to help young people when I finished college. I started as a volunteer teacher and I taught for, for two years in a primary school and, and I think that motivated me to see education as one of the the, the most important tools that young people can be able to use to change their lives. And also I feel that um, um, uh, being, being in a context where I, I, I have to go out South Sudan to seek my education. Uh, I have a contribution to make to our society by helping young people to get access to education.
1: Where is your country located?
2: South Sudan is located in the African continent and it is in the uh, the Horn of African region which is in the north uh, eastern part of uh, of, of African continent. And we are bothering uh, countries like Ethiopia like uh, Sudan in the the north, um, uh, Kenya to our uh, east, uh, Uganda to the south, Democratic Republic of Congo to the west, and Central African Republic to the uh, north-west.
1: How would you describe your country? What does it look like? How would you describe its people?
2: Um, South Sudan is a very beautiful country uh, with a a very uh, green vegetation also like here. And, and we have um, diverse ethnic groups, the people are very nice, they are very welcoming. Um, we have 64 ethnic groups in South Sudan, and, 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 and I think uh, given our diversity, we have a rich culture as, 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 a, as a country. So all the different ethnic groups they speak different languages, they speak, uh, I mean, they have uh, different uh, traditional dances, So that's how I can describe our people people of South Sudan. Out of the 64 ethnic groups, uh, the major ethnic group is um, uh, the Dinka. Uh, And the Dinka constitute about 35% 35 of the population, and and they speak uh, the Dinka language. And uh, the the second major ethnic group is uh, the Nuer. They constitute about 25% uh, of the population, and they also speak Nuer language.
1: What languages do people speak in your country?
2: I speak the Bari language. I belong to the Bari language. And you know the Bari is, is, is a language that constitutes about seven ethnic groups that speak that language. And
0: how do you spell
1: Bari?
2: Uh, B-A-R-I.
1: Can you teach us how to say hello, how are you?
2: In Bari, if you want to say hello, is Guadeno. 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 And then you can respond and say, fine, and you say, nalobu. 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 And if you want to say thank you, is tinate. 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 Thank you. Tinate. <laughs> that way.
1: What is school like compared to school in the United States?
0: So you mentioned before that a lot of children in South Sudan haven't had access to education. Why is that?
2: One of the um, immediate factors that resulted into lack of access to education has been the long period of war. And uh, in our history, uh, which dates back just immediately after the independence of uh, Sudan by then, from 1956 from the British, uh, southern region of Sudan did not have peace. There have been some ethnic conflicts, and 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 the region is marginalized due to lack of uh, infrastructure. There was no access to uh, to most parts of uh, southern Sudan. By then, uh, roads are not there. Even at the education institutions are, are, are very limited to 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 serve the population in the southern region. So that's one of the primary reasons why I mean the reasons why most people do not have access to education. And 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 after our independence in 2011, which, of course, we are still very young, like five years old, uh, there has been a massive uh, establishment of uh, uh, institutions, uh, government institutions, education institutions that are still being established at different levels. Uh, given the also are, um, uh, conflicts within South Sudan, that has resulted in most young people who do not have access to, to those institutions. So... The bigger, the bigger, the bigger ones are the, actually the conflicts that have affected uh, access to education.
0: So, are children able to go to school more regularly now?
2: Uh, now, in some of the regions, yes, uh, where there is a relative peace, uh, and, and of recent, of course, there is also conflict in South Sudan, which has uh, resulted into some of the schools not functioning in most. is in, in most part of the country. Uh, but I think if this conflict was not there, uh, the number of in um, schools have increased in the country. We have um, five public universities in South Sudan, and we have uh, about 2,000 uh, secondary schools, and we have uh, so many primary schools. That would be a good uh, um, uh, uh, step towards uh, increasing access to education.
1: Is there a special traditional clothing in your country?
2: Uh, Yes, uh, we have a very rich culture, the tradition where uh, we have a a cloth that is suited and then like for women, um, it's a very tiny uh, linen and soft, where they can cover uh, all over the the head, and and, and you can see, in most cases, um, for men, they they, they, they make um, uh, a long uh, piece of cloth, and then they have uh, uh, some beads, that are, are, are made in form of, um, uh, what do we call it? A long piece of, 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 of thread, and then they put it around their neck as a kind of identity. We call it uh, nyoro. Uh, that is the kind of bead where uh, people wear around their neck. The most important thing I want kids to remember about South Sudan is uh, the beads. Uh, in in our culture the beats are valued like in in, in some parts like the Anuak, the beats are valued in terms of money. For now we have our independence which is one of the important holidays that is celebrated on July 9th every year and we have the 16th of May which is the, the, the liberation day for the SPLM like when the SPLM Started the movement. It was on that day, and it's celebrated every year in the country. And we have the most important day like tomorrow is the 30th of um, uh, uh, of July, and that's the the the, the, the Heroes Day when we lost uh, late Dr. John Garan. and that's a big event that is always commemorated in the country because he's the founder of the current uh, liberation struggle in South Sudan, which led to our independence. So that's a that's a big holiday uh, uh, in South Sudan.
1: What are some common meals in your culture? What's your favorite one?
2: Well, we have uh, common meals depending also on the regions, but, but generally, uh, the common meals like 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 the, the food South then it's like um, we 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 have what we call uh, acida, which is made out of uh, um, uh, corns and sometimes uh, cassava flour. It's mingled uh, and, and people like to eat that with soup. And the, the most common type of soup people like is what we call uh, uh kudra in Arabic. Kudra is like, there is a very, uh, there is a vegetable that is uh, very sticky and they call it juice mellow, which is made uh, with um, um, uh, either meat or fish and, and people eat with either asida. Or kisira, that's the common meal, and I so much like um, uh, okra and asida. That's a, that's the common meal. In our region, we also have a special meal. For example, if you have guests uh, and, and you want to you want to welcome them in in, in, the, in the more special way, there is a, a traditional uh, a meal that is prepared out of beans uh, with, the, with the peanut paste, and and sometimes you put in adder. Uh, uh, Meat or or fish into that, and, and that's the special uh, dish for for guests, and it's called rayaraya in in our local language. How do you call it? Rayaraya.
1: <laughs> what books might you recommend to kids and parents that give a good understanding of your country?
2: Um, uh, 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 rediscovering our roots. And that's that's one of the books that I would recommend parents to to read. And uh, also, our first uh, our, our second vice president has written a number of books about our journey as South Sudanese uh, uh, journey to freedom. And and we have a book um, by Lama Kol uh, uh, that is the new South Sudan, which which all gives information about our history, uh, our cultures, and out our struggle to freedom. So let's talk about the
0: conflict for a little bit because as we speak, there's a pretty intense conflict going on in the South Sudan. So when we talk to kids about what's going on in the world, how might you describe this conflict in the South Sudan and, and what can we all learn from it?
2: Um, Our current conflict is... In South Sudan, it has changed its dimensions. Uh, initially, when 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 we were fighting with Sudan, it was it was a fight to to, to, to liberate the Southers from the marginalisation, the underdevelopment of the region, the lack of access to education. The recent conflict that is happening in South Sudan, it's a little bit very difficult to describe exactly what is the dimension of the conflict and why the people are fighting. Uh, as I said earlier on, there are two bigger ethnic groups in South Sudan, the Dinkas and the Nuer. And uh, definitely uh, the system of uh, communal governance like and then was organized based on those, 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 those uh, uh, groups. but now even government are, uh, we know that um, the president belongs to one of the ethnic groups, the, the major ethnic groups, I think and also uh, uh, the leader of the opposition who is now the first vice president belongs to, to, to the new uh, ethnic group. I think uh, what, what is happening now is that people who support uh, uh, the leaders based on their ethnic lines has resulted into the current conflict.
0: And if you don't mind, um, this has put your family in a very difficult situation, hasn't it?
2: Um, the recent conflict, yes, has affected me, of course, um, being here for a fellowship program and your family is back home and there is conflict, it's a difficult situation. And, and I have been struggling even to, to communicate with them. Uh, I lost contact with my parents. They have been displaced and they are in hiding in the bushes. Um... My wife has struggled for like uh, uh, three weeks before she could find her way to Uganda uh, to seek refuge, and that has been a most difficult moment for for, for us as as a, as, a, as a country, and also it has affected so many people. So as I talk now, um, over twenty-four thousand people are, are, are displaced and they are seeking refuge in the neighbouring countries. In, in, in Uganda, in, some have gone to Kenya, some have gone to Ethiopia, like those far north of the country have gone back to Sudan. It's, it's a serious um, uh, impact on, on the population.
0: But your family and children, your wife and children are safe.
2: Uh, now my family, yeah, they are safe.
0: As kids listen to this podcast, what is a major thing that they can learn from conflicts like this in the South so as they grow and become part
2: of their communities? Um, I think children can learn from uh, the fact that uh, conflict doesn't solve problems. To me, uh, instead, it makes it uh, very difficult. Um, it can affect the education. It can affect the the, the, the the future in terms of what children plans to become in, in the future. Initially, when I was growing up, uh, as a child, I thought I would become a doctor. But because of um, the, the, the destabilization, because of the conflicts, I end, ended up uh, becoming a social worker. So I couldn't pursue my career as I planned. It's just because of the conflict. So and I think um, uh, as ch- uh, children listen to this program, I would advise that no um, uh, amount of conflict or no amount of weapon will really solve a problem. The best way is for children to talk about it, and they can they negotiate, and 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 and, and they can move forward because conflict uh, uh, itself is part of us. But when it gets to the like uh, the one of South Sudan where it's a crisis, it's violence, it's very destructive. It, we lost so many people in the conflict, so it, it's not it's not a good thing that we um, I mean kids should be get involved in conflict in South Sudan. It's inevitable. Most children are caught up. In the conflict, and they are going through terrible um, uh, uh, suffering. Sometimes, lack of access to even the food, even water, is is, is a serious problem that affects our kids. So, um, not only kids, but I also want to advise parents to teach their children the the culture of uh, embracing diversity. Uh, I know the world is not made of uh, different. I mean, of one kind of person. We have different diversities, and the different diversities can bring in a rich culture and can bring in, uh, you know, that, that, that learning from one another, uh, that can bring in uh, a network. You can be sitting here in the U.S. and you can go to Africa, you can go to Asia, you know, you meet different people, and that could be a kind of um, uh, the thinking that parents would help their children to learn. Well, thank
0: you so much for doing our podcast. How do we say thank you again? Tinate. Tinate.
2: Oh, yeah. Thank you so much, Joe. Thank, thank you. you, Helen.
0: Good luck to you and your family, and we're so happy and proud to have you here on this program.
2: You're welcome.
0: Okay. Tinate. Tinate. <laughs> the music that you heard today was provided by Purple Planet Music. You can find them at purpleplanet.com. Our podcast was produced by Helen, Ethan, and me. Be sure to check out our new webpage at worldofwonderpodcast.weebly.com. That's worldofwonderpodcast.weebly.com. And do a search for our Facebook page at World of Wonder Podcast. You can also reach us at worldofwonderpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks so much for joining us. Until next
2: time.